Hello, this is another deep dive into an issue which we feel will be important to uh, the leadership of growing companies. This particular subject is pay equity analysis, uh, something which you may encounter. Um, we wanted to explain it to you, uh, and we hope that's helpful. Pay equity can be defined as equal pay for work of equal value. Therefore, if two people, irrespective of gender, ethnicity, religious views, are contributing equal value to a company, those two individuals should receive equivalent pay. Pretty non-controversial. The best way for a company to ensure there's fair pay equity is to start with a pay equity audit, or a PEA. This includes comparing the pay of employees in the same roles and investigating any differences in pay which cannot be justified. This is where inconsistencies and subjective decision-making can be identified. These inconsistencies are then addressed and relevant adjustments can be made, followed by identifying the operational gaps which led to this issue in the first place. When you assess the gender balance in, ex in executives in small to medium-sized companies, you'll find there has been a growth in the number of females taking on executive board positions, particularly in finance roles. The following statistics um, which we can share demonstrate this. Within FTSE mid-250 companies, the greatest progress has been at the CEO level, where the proportion of females has risen from 7.7% to 11% among those recruited in the last five years, up to 18% for those joining the last 12 months. The same trend can be seen in FTSE small camp companies, where the proportion of females is greatest in CEO roles, uh, 7.3%. The figure is 12.5% when you include those who've been recruited in the last five years and 28% for those joining in the last 12 months. So clearly there's a trend in the right direction, although there's some distance to go. These increases obviously are encouraging, but there's a way to go uh, in providing fair pay practices within organisations. It's important that companies are truly transparent about their progress towards a more inclusive and diverse business and as such companies are expected to report pay gap reporting including gender pay gaps, ethnicity pay gaps, disability pay gaps, sexual orientation pay gaps. Uh, we can help clients conduct such gap calculations so that fair pay equity becomes the norm. I hope you find that helpful and we look forward to hearing from you. Hello, this is our third in our series of 10 issues around uh, incentives for growing companies. This particular section is dealing with flexible remuneration packages. It's a phrase you may have heard. Let's hear more about what it actually means. Offering a rounded competitive remuneration package can be the difference between attracting or losing the best talent. Skilled, talented, driven individuals are in high demand. Therefore, if two companies are offering similar pay, it may come down to what else is offered. Remote working, flexible hours, training opportunities. Let's take an example. Two companies offer roles with similar levels of responsibility. Company A offers a salary of, let's say, £70,000, a 20% bonus and standard benefits, such as annual leave, 
pension contributions, sick pay, minimum maternity leave. But company B offers a lower salary, £60,000, I'd say. Same bonus opportunity, but a series of very attractive and tailored benefits to suit their employees. Flexible working hours, remote working, childcare vouchers, gym memberships, training opportunities and more. Is it obvious that candidates will take the offer of a greater salary and go with company A? This might have been the case 20 years ago, but millennials place much greater value on non-pay items such as work-life balance, with 40% of millennials, millennials stating that a benefits package is more important to them than a basic salary. That comes from a data source called How Workplace Perks Can Retain and Motivate Staff by Adler. As a growing company, one might believe the company A approach is the way forward, but it's important to consider what your current and prospective employees actually value and perhaps offer a company B approach or a hybrid. This raises the question, what does an attractive, flexible remuneration package look like for an employee? Well, this very much depends on an individual's personal circumstance and the company's strategy. But the new working generation will certainly expect more than just standard benefits. Below, we provide examples of what <coughs> can be included in flexible remuneration packages. For example, a competitive pay. This includes a salary in line with market standards as well as performance-based pay but also flexibility and work-life balance. So COVID-19 proved that remote working is possible. Therefore, most employees will expect some flexibility uh, in how they work, whether this be the hours or the location. And this aligns with offering work-life balance and a culture that promotes this. They'll be looking for benefits. Employees will expect standard benefits, such as health insurance, retirement plans, annual leave, but also additional benefits, which are much more frequently being offered, such as unlimited annual leave, gym membership, childcare vouchers, discounts on services and equipment, dental care, mental health, and so forth. And non-monetary non benefits. These typically include small regular perks, such as lunch allowances, recognition prizes, gift cards, team away days. These provide a very important feel-good factor to employees and allow them to feel valued. There are many different benefits to be offered in a flexible remuneration package and therefore it's important that your company's offer aligns with your strategy and also makes you stand out against peers when it comes to recruitment and retention. I hope you found that useful and I should note that Alex Stiles, one of our consultants, pulled that information together. <laughs>